Hey there, folks. Welcome to Everything to Guppy, a Binding of Isaac podcast about the Binding of Isaac and its affiliated products and mm-hmm. services. I'm William Hughes, <laughs> uh, and I'm joined, as always, by my twinkling trinket, Gary Butterfield. <laughs> it was again the cadence of a compliment. Yeah, and then it's, it's just like it's like Ironicus would say to Imowen. Like, <laughs> Gary, I don't play Baldur's Gate. You fucking I, nerd. You, you gotta. I don't. Um, it's extre- I know, but like, it's extremely good. Nah. There's so many things you'd really. There's a lot of things you really like. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> Gary, say Baldur's. Gary, say a Baldur's Gate two thing again. Uh, like, uh, well, I mean, you'd really like the how you can actually fight the call, called wizards when they show up to, uh, to stop you. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Shima betrays you. Um, <laughs> the uh, Gary, it's a special what day. What what special day is it? We're talking about it's trinket trinket Sundays. Trinket Sunday. So uh, that 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 beautiful theme music everybody loves. We're talking about a very special trinket. Uh, I think, similar to Swallow Penny, uh, this has a higher estimation for me because it comes up a lot. Yeah, uh, it, but it is just, it's a top-tier trinket, I feel like. Oh, yeah. With its own now, this is, yeah, special... Top, top 10%. Absolutely. This um, is... And this, uh, uh, ooh, that, what, let's see how long we. Yeah. It is a uh, petrified. Uh, uh, what? 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 Petro, petro, uh, petrified poop. Damn it! You poop. won. You won our game. I did. I did say it earliest. Uh, the uh, petrified poop, and not the kind of petrified poop that those cards against humanity fucks try to sell you. It is a item in the Binding of Isaac instead. Gary, I have to stay um, neutral on the card against. Humanity I know. Yeah. Stuff. You had to write again. You had to write, uh, write them, but it's also related to this. Because uh, that's a synergy. It is. Um, what does this uh, item do? What does this trinket do? Excuse me. This trinket's real simple. It just means uh, every time you break a poop, you have a 50% chance of, uh, or it increases your drop chance of 50% for pickups. So, yes. Coins, hearts, etc. Most commonly coins. Yeah. But I've had so many clutch, like spirit hearts, pop out of a, a pile of shit that it is just, it, it's, you know. It feels good, and, and breaking, you know, being diligent about breaking breaking apart poops is the like kind of habit you can lose. Mm-hmm. In, in Isaac, it's like like when you're thirsty, when you're like hungry for it, and you're trying to win. Uh, you you'd be very diligent about that and killing fires and stuff. And then uh, it's like, ah, who even needs it? Um, this is one of those items uh, that brought it back. Like it's like, no, I should really break these apart because there's a very good chance I get this item, and then that kind of dials you for money. Um, you know, poops kind of disappear starting with the uh, the third and fourth floor. Yep, it, um, it kind of matches like the money economy itself. Yeah. And if you get this on the first floor, like you're kind of sorted, you know, it's similar to swallow penny. Like you'll probably be okay for money for the run. Um, and again, there's those clutch spirit hearts, big deal. Um, this is actually really awesome with uh blue baby as a, a character with question mark baby. Um, I'm okay because, with calling you know, him blue baby. Yeah. The blue baby is the colloquial uh, name uh, for blue baby and blue baby. Uh, you know, you start with the poop, you can make poop whenever you want. Um, so you can get coins very easily. Um, and it ends up being a great item for him because uh, that character, my MO for that uh, character, which we'll get to him, is to just make sure I go to the shop every floor and buy a spirit heart. Mm-hmm. And that way I'm not dependent on the uh, the whims of HP upgrades. This item is also really great if you can get it very early on in Greedier because it can make it easy. Oh, like, man. Because yeah. a lot of how well a Greedier run goes is can you get that first key before you really start getting into enemies to get into the yeah. gold treasure room? Yeah. That's um I I beat 
greedier to get all the items I wanted from it. So like there's a couple of trinkets I don't care about and I didn't didn't beat those characters with greedier, but I played a lot of greedier for a couple of days. And uh, I came to really appreciate it and it's a really I think it kind of sucks like the the actual end boss is too much and parts of it are too much and it's bullshit, but I like how it made me recontextualize a lot of items. Like um I ended up using like oh the D1, like the D1 is actually great in that mode. Yeah. You know, like things like that, which are ordinarily kind of shit. And this is one of those items that's like actually pretty good, but is kind of amazing in, in greed or greedier mode. Yeah, I, I am so deep into like my keeper greedier hate fuck that mm-hmm. I, I can't see the outside world anymore. Like it's all I've played in this game for maybe a month. Yeah, so that's rough. All I can like a lot of times I just look at items like, will this help me survive a little longer? And fucking greedy. Yeah. You really just like, I, I mean, when I have, if I eventually get to like playing through the keeper and the worst thing about the keeper, and this is preview for keeper week or whatever, is that, uh, the unlocks you get for them suck so bad. Yep. Um, so it's not really that worth it to your longer play experience to unlock shit with them. But when I eventually get to them, it's like, it's probably going to be like when I first started playing the lost before he had holy mantle where I would just hold R until I got nine lives. Yep. And it's just like, this is the way I can do this. Except nine lives uh, on keeper fucks you because you only have the one coin. Yeah. It turns you into the lost, essentially, but without holy mantle, uh, and without flying, and with shitty fire rate, and all those things. Yeah. Um, Petrified poop fuck. is unlocked from the start of the game. Uh, it's part mm-hmm. of one of, like the last item, it's part of the uh, highbrow challenge, mm-hmm. which is a very funny challenge. Yeah, we just start with all the the shit items. Yep. It also is the first evidence of this podcast of that side of the aesthetic of Isaac. So, like, I know a lot of people who I try to get into this game who are just like, oh, it's the one with all the dead baby jokes and poop. Like, why would I ever play that in a million years? And I'm like, that's actually an excellent point. <laughs> like, yeah. On paper, this sounds so terrible. And you haven't even it brought doesn't... it. Like, it's, also, yeah, hey, it's also a religious game and a child abuse game. So, <laughs> yeah. come yeah, on the, in. The, yeah, the dead baby. Born in you sin, know, come on in. Sa- satanic uh, dead baby uh, child abuse poop game. And it just is like, well, why would I ever do that? It sounds like a Newgrounds edgelord nightmare you know um and then most people once they get past that they're just like oh this is amazing i'm like yes it's the best game of all time pretty much like it's a perpetual it's my perpetual game um because in a lot of ways edmund is like an a new grounds edgelord he totally is he he actually is an interesting personality for being somebody who's created a lot of stuff that i like uh he's definitely done some some ranting online about uh those sjw types and their safe spaces where i'm like oh this actually kind of follows for this kind of dude in a way that i don't love you know, I wish I could love that guy with my whole heart, and I can't. Uh, I just love this one thing that he made. This beautiful, you know, with, be- with beautiful thing. One hundred and fifty percent of my heart, like even more than my whole heart. No, Gary, um, you'll use too much heart. You'll die. It's uh, it's okay. I've got I've got spares. It's like what happened um, to the Grinch when he used one hundred fifty percent of his heart. <laughs> it's very it's, when he's died of a congenital heart defect. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm stealing the... that joke from somebody, but probably possibly it's okay. The uh, I feel like it, I mean, that person probably stole it from somebody as well. Like, it's a cartoon every single person watched where we had to graphically watch someone's heart expand inside their chest. Like, it was going to make a big impression on a lot of people. Gary, I, I, I feel like we've talked about this before, but I want to put her on blast on in mm-hmm. a public forum, especially because she'll probably listen to this because she's obsessed with the game. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend thinks that the Jim Carrey Grinch movie is significantly better than the original <sighs> Grinch cartoon. You told me that. And it is, it's one of those opinions. I'm just like, yeah, that's a thing that, like, somebody can think. I can understand what those words mean separately and then together it just i don't know what to do about it yeah it's it's, um it's a real tricky one 
It's uh, cause that, that's, that's, you know, I, I've seen most of it. I, I was at a house where kids were watching the live action Grinch and watched a little bit of it, but I kept like getting up and making excuses to like go to the kitchen and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, it is pre phone. So I, I didn't know what to do. Um, and, uh, I find that movie not just kind of bad, but also like pretty gross, like pretty gross looking and kind of unsavory and like an earth girls are easy kind of way. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of unsavory. The the production design, everything looks a little bit like gross to me in that movie. Yeah, I feel like if you're going to make a 90 minute version of a 25 minute cartoon, mm-hmm. I, I think making the Who's like secretly like capitalist assholes is not is a decent twist to put on it. It's not like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing where they added mm. in like the secret daddy drama. Yeah, but that that would have not been the right way to do it. Yeah, the, the, you have to give it a plot. You know, it's a it's a, an interesting challenge of uh, adaptation. I don't know how I would do it, but I feel like I wouldn't have done it that way. Well, and even if I did, like, I would just want not everything to look so, like, unsavory. Gary, I'm afraid you have 60 seconds right now on the clock. <laughs> okay. Okay. Figure out how to make a feature-length film out of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I was really hoping you were going to swerve and say, like, die hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Uh, yeah. Gary, I need I need you to tell me how to make a movie. Out of Die Hard. <laughs> okay. It's going to be tricky. I'm going to say, okay, we got a, uh, a guy who is a uh, just normal guy. Okay, pitch me an and, actor. Pitch me an actor. Uh, I'm going to say somebody like a, like a like a younger Bruce Willis. Okay, I love like it. Younger than Good. he is now. Love it. Um, love and it. I'm going to say he, uh, he happens, his wife uh, works at a, a building uh, company, and uh, he's at the Christmas party okay. for that. He's just a normal dude. That's oh, important. If, wait, is this a Christmas movie? Um, you know what? That's actually, it's, <laughs> fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's a sandwich actually. Um, the, uh, so, uh, while he's there, a, uh, a German named, but not sounding terrorist takes over to get the gold that's at the center of the building. And, uh, he has to rescue the hostages and take them out. And he's just a normal guy. And that's the appeal. Okay. Is there, is there, is he all alone or does he have like someone he's talking to on the ground? Um, he, he's got an ally, an unlikely ally, uh, in the form of, I think, is, isn't that the dad from like yeah pitch family? me on pitch me on a on a 90s sitcom dad who could play that um alan thick fuck off um fuck off the, if alan thick uh, is anybody he's the asshole who gets shot early on that's true or he could be like hans tuber like the, <laughs> the hans gruber too that shows up why does alan terribly. thick have to be dead so we can't make remake die hard with alan thick as hans thick. gruber <laughs> die thick <laughs> die thick die it's called wait hey, why did you say the thick the <laughs> the thick the um i've been listening to the norm mcdonald podcast and they keep bringing up his old uh talk show in the thick of the night yep and i think that's so funny that he called his talk show in the thick it's of the night great. like it, it's kind of a good title but it's also the dorkiest thing i've ever heard in my life i wrote like, i wrote his obit for the site and it's it's a, it's something to watch it's very weird yeah, to watch like uh Man, Alan Thick. Gary, we're so far uh, out in the weeds, but can I take yes. us a little further? Oh, sure. Like, why not at this point? <laughs> My very favorite thing that has ever popped up on uh, Something Awful mm-hmm. is it was some, you know, Photoshop Friday or whatever, but it was like items in a catalog. And they were all mm-hmm. the typical, like, Photoshop Friday, like, oh, that's kind of funny. And that one's very funny and blah, blah, blah. They had one that was Reginald Vell Johnson trapped forever in this grandfather clock. <laughs> and it's just a pretty shitty Photoshop of like Reginald Bell Johnson as a ghost, okay. just superimposed over this clock, looking very upset. <laughs> and it's just, 
Yeah, this is the only clock we know of that contains the soul of Family Matters and Die Hard star, Reginald L. Johnson. He's alive in there, and he's hurting. I, I, I like it a lot. I'm imagining that Alan Thicke would be in one of those cat clocks. Because he's got those shifty eyes. That's true. You know, if he was trapped in the clock. Those shifty teeth. We all, we all go to the clock, and our just clock, uh, at the end of uh, this, uh, this, this thing we call life. And it's just the quality of life you live determines what kind of clock. That, that's a, that's <laughs> not a, an idea for a story, but it's, <laughs> it's, oh, it's, boy, I don't even know. It's, it's the idea of like bad incidental dialogue uh, in a story. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. I, that's all I aspire to. Yeah, I could. I could see somebody in the the. Let's get the 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 West of Wolden guys to punch it up. Um, what can people do if they like this the show? Gary, they can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and throw money at it until it gets better. That would be. That's exactly what happens. Is uh, our lives get better and we make more stuff. Uh, and you can also rate and review the show and tell your friends about it. Things like that, which is very appreciated. Um. And in uh, two weeks' time, Trinket Sunday will be replaced by Boss, boss Fight Monday. Boss or Day. Yeah, Boss or Day. Boss. We'll be talking about bosses. So if people are like, hey, when are you guys going to get to the bosses? Uh, we'll talk about Monstro. Just you wait. Um, I assume Monstro is the first one on the or list. Or Larry Jr., maybe? Maybe. Yeah, he, he's up there, too. Those classics. God, I love Monstro. Um, Mini Monstro. He's such a cutie. Um Thanks, everybody, for listening to this, and good night. Good night!